and we're back and we're live. It's uh, Josh BT here. I don't know what happened there. Not sure what happened, but we've dropped off the screen. We've dropped back onto the screen, BT. Uh, but we're here, ready to go, reviewing AFL Round Six. Anzac Round. Yes, here we are. Uh, and then we got the good game tomorrow to look forward to as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Collingwood Essen coming up uh, tomorrow. But just to start off, uh, let's talk about the game that's just happened. Melbourne Richmond, um, pretty good game. You could almost say game of the round territory here, BT. Um, but a nice close contest. Uh, but a game we thought Melbourne should win, and they have won uh, by nineteen. Was it nineteen or eighteen points in the end? Yeah, something like that. Around that, uh, I didn't see the last minute or so. There we go. Um, yeah, close game. I, I personally thought Melbourne would have won by a bit more. I think they're a lot better side at the moment than Richmond. But yeah, you'd like to see close games all the time, no matter who's playing. So yeah, Richmond really, Richmond really competitive early though, and I I did watch this one from start to finish. Uh, the ball movement from Richmond was really good early, so they they weren't playing into Melbourne's backline. Um, they weren't just kicking it long and just kicking it straight to May and Lever. Lowering the eyes, looking for the short targets, looking for the kicks on the 45. Um, and that's what had Melbourne undone by the Bombers last week. So so they did their homework. They were in front in the first half of this game. Uh, but BT, they just couldn't sustain the pressure. And Melbourne lifted. Um, and their prime movers lifted when they needed to at the back end of this game. Well, that's what happens when you have these star players like Melbourne do. Um, I think Lever ended up having 20-odd disposals, I think. So... If you have a full-back who's doing that, you're, you're going to win a lot of games. But when you have an Oliver, a Petrarca, a Gorn, Gorn kicked, I think, the Steeler. I think it was five minutes ago and he kicked a goal. So when you've got these players, it's always going to be hard to beat them, no matter how well you play. Uh, Maxie really good on his return as well. I think he had six contested marks, which is that they're really big numbers uh, from your big Ruckman. And Van Royen as well, the, uh, the young man. He's... He's really coming into his own BT. Uh, I think it's his second or third season on the list, but first first year getting games. He had three goals in the last. He really looks the part. Uh, what? How old? How old is he? He'd be twenty, maybe twenty-one. Oh, so he's very young, and yeah. he's he's already a big build. He's going to be a good sized key forward, like in a few years' time. He's a big frame. He's not super tall. He'd be maybe one ninety-one, one ninety-two. Yeah. But um, we did touch on him in our season preview video of Melbourne. And look, he, he's doing the job. And they needed a key forward. And I think they found one here, BT. Yeah, exactly what they needed to come through. Because other than that, they don't really have any young key forwards who, who have been playing games under their belt anyway. So exactly what they need. And it looks like you can, as long as they can keep him on the list, then um, yeah, he should be a good forward. Yeah, there you go. So, so Melbourne with a very nice victory over Richmond, eighteen points. Uh, BT that puts me eight from eight so far for the week for my tipping. Just oh, unbelievable wow. form right here. Um, so we've got to be happy with that. Uh, look, uh, not sure how we're going in the chat right here. We do have a bit of a delayed start to um, to this one, BT. Obviously pushing back the live stream that half hour for the Monday night game, but uh, that's okay. We're going to kick on the way that we usually do. It's the hits and the misses. Now, uh, BT, we've, we've been putting it out to the people a bit lately, uh, the hits and the misses segment. Uh, this week we put out the hit as opposed to the miss, and, and the people have come in strong. There was two real candidates for the hit this week. Saints were very stiff in the game of the week uh, against Carlton. Yeah. Um, they, were, they had a good week. They had a very good win, uh, but it's the Cats that were the hit. And any time the reigning Premier gets a 100-point win or nearabouts over last year's grand finalist. That's a big story and a deserving hit this week with the Cats. Oh, I, I can understand how the viewers chose them as a hit. I personally would have gone the Saints. But because this Sydney team, they had a few key outs, but obviously a 93-point win is huge in any circumstances. Oh, yeah. You don't get that without playing well. So um, I didn't get to watch the game, so... I've looked at some of the stats and whatnot, but obviously five goals from both the big key forwards is huge for one team. Oh, look, they were they were very impressive. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look, look Jezza Cameron, 
one of the best starts of the season we've seen in a long time here, BT. He's he, he's on track for a ton. Oh, I'd love to see it. I, I'm I'm tracking him for the Brownlow as well. And yeah, a non-midfielder to win the Brownlow. You know, this is this is the year so far. If it's anyone, it's going to be Jazza Cameron this year. Yeah, Taz are not on the call tonight. Taz has been really big on Cameron. Um, mm. You know, as his call is the best player in the comp, and he's looked really impressive. Uh, four and a half goals a game is where he's at at the yeah, moment. Huge. No one able to stop him. Doesn't look like anyone's going to be able to stop him. So Jez are going absolutely beautifully. Uh, did like Tom Stewart as well. So Tom Stewart just moving his way back into the lineup now. Uh, mm-hmm. The injury near the start of the year, and he's a super consistent player. I think he's been All Australian. He's only been in the comp probably the last five years, and he's been All Australian four of those. So super consistent mm-hmm. player, and those meters gained uh, back up five hundred plus meters gained. Uh, against the Swans, so uh, really taking that role down back there that the Cats need him to. Yeah, arguably one of their most important players for sure, outside of, I would say, Jezza Cameron yeah. at the moment. If he's, if Tom Stewart's playing well, Geelong's playing well. Yeah, so look, this is the Cats that we thought we were, well, maybe not a 100-point win sort of territory, but they're 3-3 three and three now. We didn't overreact. Well, I certainly didn't overreact when they started 0-3. Um and certainly pushing their way towards another finals berth, this is where we want to see Geelong at, and this is where we expect to see Geelong at, because we had them, as a collective, we had them winning the flag this year, but I think all four of the boys here at StatChat Sport uh, had this team in the top four, BT. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to um, like dismiss them with how they started, but to be fair, two of those three wins have been against Hawks and Eagles, so... I yeah. won't be reading too much into it at the moment. A few, I don't know their fixture have coming up. I'll, I can't say who who they've got next week or the um, week yeah. after. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, Big game. Essendon coming up this week, and I'm surprised it's not near your game of the week territory. So, so clearly it hasn't made that. Make sure you stay tuned for that one. Uh, but yeah, uh, interesting few weeks coming up for the Cats. We'll, exactly. we'll definitely see where they're at. Yeah, get a better rating of that team. Okay, so there's the hit now. The miss. Last week we had two hits. This week we're going with two misses, BT, because mm-hmm. there were two teams that were woeful. Uh, <laughs> let's let's touch on Sydney because we've just spoken about Geelong. So anytime you get yeah. close to a hundred point loss, and you're a team like Sydney, um, you cannot escape the wrath of the miss. No, exactly. Especially when, yeah, it's a ninety three point loss. They didn't look like winning at all, even in the first quarter. They just got demolished. It's yeah, definitely Geelong to their bogey team for sure. Yeah, it was poor. So what's that? A, a combined 170 points. Yeah, they they've now lost over the last two games to the Cats. Uh, midfield really poor. B two um, only had Parker over 20 disposals and he had 21. So they just got absolutely monstered around the middle of the ground in this game. Yeah, that, that's that's a demolishing, and you you expect that from Parker. Um, whether he's having a good day or a bad day, he's always going to be up there with the 20-odd disposals. He'll find a way to find the ball. But whether it's a 33% from their uh, scoring from inside their 50s, so it's, yeah. you know, they just didn't look like scoring. They've got no forward line with that buddy there, really. Yeah, so Logan McDonald, the jury's still out. So he obviously got dropped for the grand final last year. Um, had a breakout performance against the Hawks, but again, it's the Hawks where he kicked yeah. five goals. Uh, comes back in this game, five touches, didn't hit the scoreboard. So, you know, he's the future for the Swans. And uh, for a team that, you know, really should be looking to make finals and, and play a big part in finals this year, McDonald needs to be a big factor for them. See, I, I haven't... I wouldn't say I've watched a lot of Sydney or a lot of McDonald, but what I've watched of him, he doesn't seem like he's going to be an absolute star key forward. He doesn't have those attributes coming from him. So I, I can see him as like a second or a third forward, but not an actual key forward. I, like If you compare him to an early day of like a Charlie Kernow, um, completely different. Charlie mm. Kernow at this early on was, you could tell he was going to be a star forward. You, I just can't see that from Logan McDonald. He's got the frame. He's got the size. I mean, that's certainly not in question. Yeah, but uh, I think it's his footy smarts. He just doesn't seem to read the ball very well, unless he's the 
Sydney Swans are going forward, like running forward through the middle of the ground. That's when he scores a lot of his goals, when it's an open forward line. But I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm reading into it wrong, but just from what I've seen, that's how I view it. Yeah, look, it'd be interesting to get the feedback if there's any Swans fans out there watching this. Um, and for a man that's been around Buddy now for three or four years, yeah, uh, uh, you would have thought he picked up a trick or two, uh, that's for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. But that's Sydney. Now, BT, you just checked that we're definitely live at the moment because we have had a couple mm-hmm. of technical difficulties tonight. But we do have one more team that we are looking for with the miss. Flag Mantle is dead. <laughs> Frio, definitely a miss. You were at this game on yes. Friday night, BT, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you wanted your money back. Oh, it was atrocious. It was. They were just focused on Rory Love, Fremantle. That's all they were worried about. <laughs> That's all the crowd was worried about as well. Yeah, so I, I don't mind Frio getting over first no. bounce, getting in it, getting stuck in it. You, that's what you want to see. But it, it went on far too long for the lobster. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It, 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 it's Fremantle that we've come to expect from the first six weeks of the year, and that is that really they give us nothing to be excited about. The contested footy wasn't there. I think they've lost the contested footy count in every game they play or, or near enough to it uh, for the whole year. Um, they're getting outworked. They can't get the ball inside 50 effectively and they can't hit a target. It, it's There's nothing right about this team at all, BT. I don't think they've won a first quarter yet at all. So I think they're the only team who hasn't won a first quarter as well. So um, <laughs> they... To be fair, me and you pick this, Josh. Mm. We say that at the start of the season that they're gonna they're gonna drop a bit. I still think they have these young enough players who may get them back up there in a few years if they recruit well from here onwards. But yeah, uh, they look atrocious. They're not making finals. They look like the old Fremantle, and they're they're closer to the bottom four than they are to making finals. <sighs> look, that's it's hard to disagree with that based on what we've seen so far, but. Oh, I'm like you. We, we expected a bit of a... not. A, I expected a stagnation from Freeman. I didn't expect a drop. This is a legitimate drop. Uh, Freeman are looking piss poor. Uh, really, the dogs could have won this by so much more. It was 50 points, oh, but yeah. they they didn't kick straight. I think they kicked six behinds to start this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six behinds, and then Freeman went up the other end and kicked the goal before Bulldogs kicked their first goal. Yeah, that was... And those were a lot of easy goals. This was a 70-plus... I mean, this wasn't being at the game. That's what it seemed like. Fremantle didn't even look like just the way they scored was they went just up the other end of the ground and scored. And then the next fifteen minutes was in Bulldogs forward to one. That was it. That's how the game played out for the whole game. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Bont. Bont was absolutely sensational in this game. Uh, Frio couldn't even think about putting a tag on him. I don't know. Like, it didn't make any Who sense. Would to you? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody, it doesn't uh, matter. Just, just, just have someone stick with him and at least make life a little bit more difficult for him. You know? Yeah, I can understand it. I just, I don't think Freeman or as an actual team. There's other teams out there who can, but I don't think they have an actual player who could run with him. No one who's his size at all. Like Ace normally has a run, run with role, but he, he's way too small for Bond. And um. I think he, he started, he played a little bit on Luba as well, so his bottom was just everywhere. He loves playing at of the stadium. Oh, he, he's an absolute freak, and I had him in the bowl prediction last yeah. week. Um, very close. Got yeah, very, very close. very close. He had 148 mm. AFL fantasy points, which was a which was a career best for him as well. Um, mm. And obviously the previous career best was against Frio last year in the Elimination Finals. So like you said, he loves it out at Optus. Um absolutely crushed Frio and like you said Frio cannot see them playing finals from here they've just been far too disappointing for my liking but Frio fans if you're in the comments let us know uh, have we gone too early because I went too early with Adelaide but I, I don't think that I'm making the same mistake here BT I think Frio's absolutely cool yeah I, I completely agree um, in the comments we got the hot gamer who said another miss was Carlton's second half I think they only kicked two goals for the second half against Saints. Um, they look atrocious in that second half, they did. So yeah. I don't agree with him. Carlton's certainly fair enough, but uh, look, i, I got to be honest, there was a couple of teams, the hot gamer, that, that were a lot worse yeah. off. 
um, than Carlton. But yes, good to have you on board, the hot gamer. We do like that exceptionally hot. Um, very good. I can't see the comments here, BT. So you'll have to you'll have to mm-hmm. shout out for me as we're going through. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, no Tazza this week. No stats of the week. So we're going straight to our man, BT, with your oh, regular God. segment. Yeah. BT's Game of the Week. Now, I don't know why you're saying, oh, God. Like, are you not prepared? Are you not Are you not ready for this? I'm not confident. I'm not confident in my abilities. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had a really constructive chat last week, BT. I think, I think we... <laughs> We gave you some good feedback, me and Tazza. We put you on notice. We expected a good game from you this week. And you, you well, I, I say this week. I mean, round six just gone. And Carlton St. Kilda wasn't really there. I think tonight's game probably would have been, probably I think it was game of the round, tonight's game, Melbourne Richmond. Mm. The but, first half of the Carlton Saints, I was watching it. I was like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm in here. I'm back. I was ready to talk shit. I was ready to back myself, yeah. but that fell, that fell away quickly. So, and so, this week, we're going with uh, Adelaide versus Collingwood. I think this is a reasonably easy one to choose for this week. Yeah. I think it's the last game of the round as well. Adelaide has been phenomenal. Collingwood obviously clearly one of the best teams in the comp, so in Adelaide, it should be a cracker game. Yeah, I'm, to be honest, I haven't given this a good look about who I'm going to tip. Uh, two mm. top four teams... As you said, at Adelaide Oval and Adelaide, I, I wrote this team off very early in the year, but I, I've been happy to be proved wrong. Their forward line is terrific. Um, number three scoring team in the comp, led very well by Isaac Rankin, who we've touched on a little bit on this podcast the last couple of weeks. He's been very good. He's having a really good start to his Adelaide career, BT. Oh, he, he's looking phenomenal. You can just tell... The move from Gold Coast there has done him wonders. He's he's exactly like how Eddie Betts used to be. That's what he if he continues the way he is, he's gonna be up there with an Eddie Betts type uh small forward. He he at this rate, he's probably all Australian, I would say. Yeah, there's only one small forward I'd have ahead of him and uh, that'd be Charlie Cameron, and I'll I'll get to him a little bit later on the show, don't you mm. worry about that. Um but but Rankin certainly was performing when he was at the Gold Coast, but right now he's averaging career highs for disposals, yeah. tackles, so his forward pressure is up. He's going at more than two goals a game. He, he didn't get anywhere near that at the Gold Coast, so so he is thriving right now in Adelaide's forward line. But he's not the only he's not the only piece there. Fogarty's no. been really good. Tex has been really good. Um, the Thilthorpe, he he's been much improved as well. So so certainly Adelaide's scoring very well. Collingwood's still one of the most exciting teams in the competition to watch BT, and and that's not an unreasonable statement. Oh, no, not at all. Whether they're down by 30 points or if they're up by 30 points, they're going through that centre. They're going through the guts, handballing fast, moving the ball quickly. Um, yeah, this this game, with Adelaide with these forwards that have a high-scoring team, I think we're the third highest-scoring team in the comp, and then go against this high-moving uh, Collingwood team, quick-moving Collingwood team, um, yeah, it should should play out as a really high-scoring game, and hopefully it's a close one as well. Hopefully, for your sake, it is game yeah. of the week. You are down on form. We do need a lift, but I think this is definitely one to get you over the line. Now, let, let's let's go to the tip. Let's do it because this I've is... you you go first, mate. Because I've been sitting here trying to make oh, up my mind I'm... on it. Yes, I'm 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 iffy on this and. Whenever I'm 50-50, I always lean the home team. So I'm going Adelaide here. Yeah. And I, again, I've been accused by multiple members of this podcast by being just a, a suck-up to Collingwood after after some of the exploits of last year. But I've got to say, I'm going Adelaide as well. And mm-hmm. again, the home team, that's a big factor here. But I think there's a couple other things that we need to consider. First is Pies coming off a five-day break. Um, and it will be a big taxing game on Anzac Day as well. That's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, I still don't know what the Pies are doing with their ruck situation, and they haven't been able to solve that the last couple of weeks. They got smashed by Brisbane, um, who Big O is no world beater, but he killed them in that area. 
Um, the Saints, they obviously got over the line against the Saints, but Rowan Marshall played a big factor in then coming back in this game. <sighs> yeah, look, I, I think it's an, it's an area where they're going to struggle, and, and, and Rob is no world beater for the Crows, but he's good enough to give Adelaide a decisive advantage. And uh, Yeah, I, I think the Pies have got to figure something out there. They really do. They McStay injured now as well. They haven't got someone, so... Yeah, it's the crows for me. I think we're aligned on this one, BT. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. The more the more you talk about it, the more I'm leaning even towards crows. And I still think it's going to be a close one. Collingwood's just too good of a side, but I think being at home um, should be. I'm assuming you'll be close to a sold out game as well. So. Would have to be. It would have to be. Yeah. It's been a big month uh, for footy games over in um, in Adelaide. Uh, our man Tazza uh, over there this weekend just gone. He saw an absolute cracker of a game between Port Adelaide and West Coast, <laughs> it has to be said. Um, but, yeah, the, very, very interesting game, this one. Adelaide and Collingwood, it's next Sunday, 2.40. Um, if you've got a tip, if you've got any thoughts on this game in particular, let us know in the comments below. Um, BT, you keep an eye on that and see if we've got anybody in the chat right now that is uh, mm. is leaning either way on this game because it should be an absolute cracker. Um, I've got nothing on nothing on this game, but I've got a question from Dale Goodman. Dale Goodman, uh, yes. Do you think Ben King will stay at Gold Coast? That is a terrific question. Um, good, very good question for our Ask Stat Chat segment, but we're certainly going to answer that one now. Um, short answer, no. I don't think he will. If he's asking about like next season, as in if he's gone at the end of this year, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so, BT. I, I honestly yeah, think that Kingy will stick it out for one more contract, mm-hmm. and then he will go. Yep, completely agree. Because it's, I know the Gold Coast haven't performed well to start this year, and you know I'm a big closet, well I'm not a closet Gold Coast fan but I, I do have a soft spot for the Suns I think, the only person. yeah I am let, let's be honest, yeah. I think there's still potential there for the Suns so I think he knows that and he's a big part of that and he's a year off, he's a year removed from doing the ACL so so he needs to find a bit of form too and I, I think he'll repay the faith, at least with one more contract well we got we got Tarfi here he says, Tarfi uh, how are we He's got a, a Steve pick. Collingwood not to lose in the next 10 rounds. Sheesh. Um, that's, yeah, that's a... Is it Steve level pick? Because they went on a very good run last year, but they're not mm. they're not the same team at the moment because of the Ruck situation. So, is it Steve? I, I, I think it's close to Steve. I'll, I'll, I wouldn't know their next 10 games, so it's hard to say. I don't know who they've got in there, but... It's close to see. It is. Yeah. Well, particularly given we've tipped against them for this coming week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and and while we're talking about Collingwood, let's talk about the Anzac Day game because really this this is the game of the week. Yeah. Tomorrow, or if you're viewing this after the fact, it could be happening right now. It could have already happened. But the, the Collingwood-Essen game, two teams going in top four. It's the first time they've gone in top four since 2000 BT. Both teams four and one. It should be a very, very good game. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I really am. I should be able to watch the whole game as well. So um, I've been struggling to watch footy this year so far. I haven't been able to tune into too many games, so I should be able to watch this whole game. And You're telling me that, uh, a man on a reputable AFL sports podcast not watching not watching that much footy. What's going on, Baton? Uh, it, it, well, it's what happens when you have a child. Yeah. They, they kind of take over your life. Yeah, fair enough. And this yeah. is why we have BT's Game of the Week, because if you can only watch one game... <laughs> choose that one. Then that's what you choose. <laughs> so Anzac Day, Essendon have really been a surprise packet along with St Kilda this year. Um, but I didn't see this coming. But they have a really good contested brand of footy that they're playing this year, BT. Um, number two in the comp. For contested possessions, yep. nice and simple. They're just playing simple footy, really. Um, yeah, if you win the ball first, you you get it forward and you score. That's that's what it comes down to, really. And that's that footy stacks up in finals. So if they make the finals, then they should uh, statistically they should go all right in finals as well. 
Now, do you, I don't I don't think we gave our tips on this game last week. No. Do you, do you give the Dons a chance because they're obviously going in as the underdogs? Uh well, I was looking at the list when the teams came out, and on paper, um, I'm giving them absolutely no chance. <laughs> when you compare them on paper, this Collingwood team looks ten times better. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to score enough against this Collingwood team. That's I think we're especially with Collingwood's back line would be like a Darcy Moore. He's going to be able to stop a Draper or a Francis. So um, unless one of those players kick like four, four or five, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's Collingwood really. I have been really surprised by Essendon's output, particularly with no two meter Peter for the majority of this year, uh, and Zach Merritt as well. Um, he's been better this year, getting a bit more of a defined role uh, with Scotty. So he's a bit of a loss there for Essendon. Uh, it's Collingwood for me tomorrow. Uh, I think I think Collingwood gets it done. Um, but like I said, should be a really competitive game. That's what we want to see. Uh, medalist, who are we thinking, Josh? Um, I'm going with Dacos. And the reason I'm going with Dacos is because I have kind of butchered my AFL fantasy team for this week, and I've got him as captain. Um, so I didn't get the chance to lock in any of those really big scores for the vice-captains. Um, day cost 150 plus he's going to absolutely monster it tomorrow I'm going I'm going Jamie Elliott I think he's kicking an absolute bag yeah I think he's due for a bag and I think he's kicking five or six and I think that'll be enough yeah I like it I think it was Lenza last week with his bold prediction he said Parrish and Dacos 90 plus disposals and none of them win the medal so that would be very interesting to see that happen that's definitely a Steve level call um, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's just, that's stupid. Yeah, uh, it's not stupid. It's Steve. It's definitely just Steve. Uh, it's but Steve. <laughs> it's definitely Steve. Um, I'm not sure if we put the call out for anybody in the YouTube comments with their tips because I reckon by the time you see this as an actual YouTube video, uh, the games are going to have been a gone. So if you're watching this back after the fact, tell us what you thought of the Collingwood Essendon game. Give us your Give us your three, two, one. Give us the votes. Uh, give us a little bit of feedback on it. Yeah, that'll be good to see. Alrighty, BT, you are on your own today, which is going to make things a little bit more difficult for you. Uh, I'm this stressed. is this is a ever growing segment in popularity. Uh, this is the stat check quiz. So what we like to do is, I have a list of five names, five AFL players. Um, and it's a different category every week. And it's BT's job, along with the help of the chat, to name the five players as part of the quiz. So, BT, I'm going to need you hot on the uh, on the chat here because I, I can't see it right yeah. now. So um, you're going to need to be hot on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's where we're going this week. We haven't got to the bowl predictions yet. But this links in very well with my bold prediction. And I found this stat <laughs> while I was doing the research for my bold prediction. So I thought I'm going to throw it in here as part of the stat chat quiz. BT, I want you and the chat to name for me the last five players to kick 10 goals in a game. Okay. Now, yeah. you tell me what you want right now in terms of clues or if you just want to go for it. All right. Well, Josh Kennedy... Josh Kennedy is in the top five. He's number five. He kicked 10 goals against Carlton back in round two, 2015. So since 2015, there's only been four players that have kicked 10 goals in a game. Uh, Jack Rewalt. Jack Rewalt's there. 2018, round 21 against the Gold Coast Suns. He kicked 10. Uh. Jezza Cameron? No. Jezza Cameron, mm. not there. Um, well, well, Dale said Matthew Lloyd. Lloyd? Uh, Lloyd yeah. Lloyd's retired by that point, uh, Goody, so uh, he is not there. Uh, so we're looking for three mm. players. Do you want the years? Do you want to tell you the years? No. no I don't think that's really going to help me too much, to be honest with you, the years. No. Um uh, Tom LaHawke, has he ever kicked 10? Uh, he's not on my list, so not within the la- not since 2015 he hasn't. Uh, I'm trying to think. About Tom Lynch? No, Tom Lynch, he's not there. Mm. Okay, 
Okay, I'm going to need some clues here. Okay, we've got... Uh, Buddy Franklin. Yeah, Buddy Franklin's there. So that yeah, was... That, that was good. 2017, that, that was the round. He kicked 10 in the last round of the year to get himself the cold. Tarpy, yeah, he's got another one. Josh Bruce. Josh Bruce is there. He's the last man to kick 10 goals. He did it in 2021. Round three against North Melbourne. So I'm looking for one more player. One more player, and he did it in 2019. Okay, 2019. That was year before the COVID year, eh? That's right. Uh, 2019. Hmm. Good, he said Jonathan Brown. No, 2019. So we're looking looking for a player that is still in the comp, but he's with a different team to what he was when he kicked the 10 goals. Ben Brown? Yeah, big sideshow Bob. Ben Brown is there. Round 22, 2019, he kicked 10 goals. So he's the second most recent player to kick 10 goals in the comp. So there you go. Bit of an odd sod sort of a mix there. Mm. Josh Bruce, Ben Brown, Jack Rewalt, Buddy Franklin, and JK rounding out your top five. Last players to kick 10 goals in a match. The chat helps you out there, BT. You needed a oh, chop yeah. out there. Yeah, I did, yeah. How many did I you get? That. Two? Three? I got... Yeah, yeah, I think three. Oh, jeepers. That's all right. Yeah. Nice work from the chat. Um, that is the stat chat quiz. We like it. It's a, it's a, it's growing. It, it it's really getting the popularity going. People people love a good quiz. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they do. Alrighty, we've just gone from the popular quiz. Now it is time for the most popular segment on the channel. BT, right now mm-hmm. it is the bold predictions. Uh, a couple of decent predictions last week. Uh, none more so than yours truly. BT, I was close. And there is no close. <laughs> there is no close in this segment. You've got to nail it on the button. Yeah. But I got to say, I had the dogs for twenty goals. They kicked seventeen goals, sixteen. Uh-huh. I had the lobster to go goalless. He kicked like one goal, three. He was not good. And I had the bond for a career best, hundred and fifty-eight for fantasy points. He got a career best, hundred forty-eight. So I mean, I'm so close. It's good so areas. Close. It's very it good is. areas, BT. And you keep the momentum going, Josh. So hit us off. You go first. <sighs> okay. Well, look, I've gone. I've gone very exotic the last few weeks, and I'm, I'm known for keeping things pretty vanilla. And so, I, I thought with this one, I'm keeping this pretty simple. I'm keeping this very simple. Charlie Cameron. He's been on an absolute terror. Have we gone the same? Have we gone the same <laughs> areas? I've got. Oh, we've gone the same areas. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We well, I'm, right. I'm glad I've gone first. Charlie Cameron, <laughs> he has kicked 16 goals in the last three weeks. He's coming off a career-best seven against the Giants last weekend. I'm keeping it simple. Charlie, he's going to kick 10. Done and dusted. That's all I'm okay. going with. Nothing yep. fancy because, as we've just pointed out, people don't kick 10 every day, Peter. So you, you're just backing yourself up with that stat chat we did earlier on. I've um, pretty much just given myself a big five-minute lead-in to justify <laughs> my bold prediction, BT. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it, it's got to be ridiculous now. Like, if you if we didn't do that before, I would have said, oh, yeah, that's just bold. It's just boring. But now, it, yeah, that, that it's ridiculous. It has to be. That's to do with my bold prediction as well. <laughs> Look, I was going to be comfortable with a bold. Um, but I'll, I'll pay out on the ridiculous, particularly if the chat's backing me up here. Um, but while we give you a bit more time to pad BT, just in case you're going with the same areas or not, some of the calls from last week. Um, you were way off the mark. I think you had, you had the astronaut for eight and Freo to win. That was nowhere near it. No. Tazza was nowhere near it. He had his man Toddy Marshall for eight goals and ten marks. That wasn't happening. Uh, Lens are still to be determined in the Anzac Day game. Taffy, terrible areas. He was all over the place. Sportsnut was kind of close. He had the Cats by 25 points. He had Tom Stewart and Asava for 50-plus posies. That's where he got let down. And Sean Davies had the game tonight. The D's by 25. They didn't get there. Pickett by five goals or more. He didn't get there. And Fritch, two or less. I think he got that. But he needs a lift, Sean Davies. So needs some better areas. Mm. Uh, in the, the bowl prediction this week. 
He does need a lift. We need we need our patron saint to put in a big performance. <laughs> now, BT, give it to us. What do you got for us? Okay, so mine's to do with Charlie Cameron as well, but extra on top with Danaher and Hipwood. So I've gone the three forwards. Yes. So mine was to combine for 15 goals, the three of them. Okay. Uh, to combine for 50 marks. 5-0. Yeah. Uh, no, 50 disposals, sorry. Oh, 50 disposals. 50 marks, no way. <laughs> that, that's, that, that would be Steve level. Yeah. Um, 50 disposals. So 15 goals, 50 disposals. That's it. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean... Bold. I don't think it's... I don't think it's that outlandish, to be honest with you. No. I'm playing it safe this week. Yeah. I mean, are you going to be happy if I pay that as just bold? Because I think... Yeah. That's what I was going for. I don't think it's any more than that, to be honest with you. Like, I was expecting... No, Charlie Cameron's kicking 10. He's kicking 10, which means you don't need the other two blokes to kick five between them. And the 50 posies, I mean, they'll do that. Well, if they all reach their season bests, that would be 48, so... Is that right? Okay, well, I'm happy. I'm happy with a bold, and I'll let yeah, the chat. I'm happy with bold. I'll let the chat guide us if they think any different. Um, but there you go. I've got, I've got a couple here. So yeah, what have we got? He says, uh, West Coast to beat Carlton, and uh, by twenty, by twenty points, and Oscar Allen kicks five goals. Yeah, so it's it's definitely bold as a minimum. Now. Oscar Allen's been playing really well to start the year, and I don't actually know what his career best is. It'd be at least four, if not five. But Oscar yep. Allen, I think, if he would have to kick five for the Eagles to win this game. So, I'm, Goody, I like the call, but I'm going to stick it at bold, in my opinion. Bold, yeah. Yep, I agree. But I do like. I actually um, do think it's a it's a sneaky chance. The Eagles have not been good. And if they didn't have the injuries that they've got right now, I reckon they would be a sneaky chance. But we'll leave it at bold. Well, I think for them to win by 20-plus, I think Allen needs to kick five. So yeah. if he kicks five, they're winning. They're a good chance of winning by 20. Yeah. Uh, got one from Tarpy. Swans to win by three goals. Josh Kelly and Jake Lloyd, 25-plus disposals. Packley, three. Toby, four. Yeah, so Tarpy's put a lot in this. And I think yes, he's, I think he's, I think he's gone with a few miles and hoping that they stick together as a bold. And I think that's where it lands, to be honest with you. So he, he's gone with the same game multi. That's what he's gone. Yeah, with. he hasn't really come yeah. up with a bold prediction. He's given us a multi, and it's and yeah. it's it's bold, but I don't think it's any more than that. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's bold. Yeah. I mean, Tarfi, we do like it. Don't get me wrong, but give us a little bit of spice. It was a little bit of Nando's in here, and we can we can we can work with something. I think. <laughs> yeah, give us more, mate. Yeah. Alrighty, so that's it. Bold predictions done and dusted uh, for this week. If you've got anything, and you're watching this after the fact back on YouTube, put it in the comments because we do give you feedback. We do let you know how you've been performing, and if you do really well, if you if you nail it. You could be a chance to go in the Hall of Fame, a bit like our man Sean Davies. So mm-hmm. that's certainly something that you want to be striving towards. That's, that's certainly where I'd be. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. It's only got one head on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a. It's just a statue at this point. We're hoping to fill it out a little bit more. So, bold <laughs> predictions in the comments below. Alrighty. Uh, Ask Stat Chat segment coming up very soon. So if you do have anything that you want to ask us that's football related, get in the comments right now. Start start sending them through now in advance because we'll power through those. But before we get there, BT, we need to do our tips. And I, I did say off the top of this live stream, I'm currently 8 from 8. Your boy has turned his season around, BT. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that that's incredible, actually. Who have you tipped? You all of them. With... I've tipped all of them, BT. Yeah, but for, for your last for your last one. <laughs> yeah, I've tipped the pies. Uh, I've tipped yeah. the pies for tomorrow. Um, so hoping they nine. come through and give me the nine from nine. Um, you're on the pies as well for the Anzac Day game. But let's just run through round seven because really that's where it's at. That's what we've got coming up. Everybody's already locked in their tips for the Anzac Day game. So round seven, Friday night. This is a this is a pretty good game here. 
I think it could be a pretty good game here, BT. Saints at home against Taz's mob, Port Adelaide, Friday night. Where are you going mm. with this? I'm going with Saints. I really like the look of Saints. As much as I don't like that actual team, they're, they're playing good footy, so you got to respect that. And I think I think they'll win you, um, reasonably comfortably. You wash your mouth out, BT. We'll clip this. We'll save this back for later. That's <laughs> unbelievable form from you as a man that hates St Kilda. <laughs> But I agree with you. Saints are winning this one, and I think they're winning it by five goals as well. Tazza, yep. right Ta- Tazza will not be happy uh, when we're over at my place watching this on Friday night. Uh, Brisbane is hosting Fremantle on Saturday, early time slot. Um, is it the early time slot? I actually thought this one was a bit later. Um, either way, I can't see Fremantle going anywhere near the lines in this game, especially at the Gabba. No chance. This is this is looking like a ten goal. To the Brisbane. Yep. Battle of the Bridge also on Saturday. Sydney hosting the Giants in this game. Now, this is a real potential upset alert I see with this one because the Giants have been a lot more impressive to start the year than I thought they would be, BT. Mm. And Sydney coming off a shellacking against the Cats. Uh, Sydney will bounce back. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to go with Sydney. I think they'll, I think they'll bounce back enough that they'll get the win. I like Sydney as well, but I half expect me to change a tip late in the week mm. to the Giants. So that's a that's a watch this space tip. But I think Sydney is definitely the safe tip. But if you're behind in your footy tips and you're looking to jag one, this is I, the game. I think that's where you go. This is the yep. this is the areas that you're looking at with the Giants in this game. That's yep. your roughy alert. Doggies are hosting Hawthorne on Saturday afternoon. Um, doggies travelling back with the extra day's break I can't see him losing to the Hawks but in saying that the Hawks they've been competitive took it right up to Adelaide on the weekend yeah they've they definitely been a lot better than I thought they would have been but I don't think they're going to get close to the doggies yeah doggies for both of us in this game Melbourne taking on North Melbourne Saturday night uh, you'd have to think Melbourne are going to win this one uh, this is a top v bottom sort of mm-hmm. clash um, not sure we need to say much more on this one. 100 points. Whew. There's the bold prediction you were looking for right there. <laughs> uh, Eagles are hosting Carlton Saturday night. I think Carlton's going to win this game. I think the injury's stacking up a lot for the Eagles. Um, uh, I can't make a case for them, particularly as an Eagles supporter. No, no, Carlton, I think. Two key fours will dominate, I think. Essendon hosting Geelong. This, uh, this could be... A really good game, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. One to watch, Essendon obviously coming off the five-day break, which makes it tough. Is that a big factor mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, that's a huge factor because I, I, I was leaning I was leaning Essendon, but uh, that, that's a massive factor. It always plays a factor, uh, that extra day break or two. Three. Break. Three days. Three. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going Geelong. Hey, I'm going Geelong as well, and it's purely for that reason. Richmond hosting the Gold Coast Sunday afternoon. This one at the G, I'm pretty sure. Actually, it could be at Marvel. Um, we'll double-check that. I don't have it sitting in front of me. Um, either way, oh, I like Richmond. I do like Richmond. I, I, I still don't have enough faith in the Gold Coast. And the tuk-tuk injury, aside from killing my AFL fantasy team because I just brought him in, I think that's also oh. going to kill the Gold Coast season. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to reach for this one as well. Um, as the Steam notification pops over your face right here on the, on the live stream, we've got one <laughs> more. We've got one more game to preview. Well, we already have previewed it. It's Adelaide and Collingwood. Uh, and check out our game of the week preview. There's a separate standalone YouTube video. If you're watching this after the fact, go and check it out. You'll find out our tips for that game in that one there. But it is definitely BT's game of the week. Alrighty, there you go. That is the tips done and dusted. That's okay, time. So we, we, we're doing the R stat chat. It's time yeah, for our uh, stat chat. Slight problem. Uh, slight my problem. Phone's, my phone's gone flat. <laughs> I've well, got no questions. I've got all sorts of weird things popping up on the live stream segment, but that's okay. Um, let me let me try and find out where our um. Hey. Where's our YouTube comments? Where are they? Let's have a look-see here. Let's have a look-see here. Where are we? Let's look in the chat. Okay, I can see the chat. Um, 
Here we go. Okay. Starting from the bottom, I'm going to set this. This is this is the five minutes on the clock for the Ask Stat Chat segment. Um, first question is coming from Dale Goodman. Goody says, is Josh Battle underrated? BT, your thoughts? Uh, I would say, yeah. I, I think I would have to agree with that. I think he is pretty underrated. Um, he's a solid role player, so I think he does his job uh, each week. So yeah, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Uh, Certainly not a household name, but a key member of that Saints lineup. So, yes, underrated well and truly. Uh, Tarfy says, beers and bets. Uh, yeah, could be a new segment. Could be could be something we branch out to. We'll have a look at that. Uh, Goody, is Harry Mackay the worst shot at goal in the AFL? Um, it's all about confidence, isn't it? And for a man that won the Coleman last year... Hard to say he's the worst set shot on goal. I, I know he's down on form at the moment, BT, but I, I wouldn't go there that far this early. No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, most left footers do struggle kicking that goal. It's just how many shots they actually get is when they normally how they win a Coleman. So, well, there you go. Um, Taffy saying upset of the week, Frio to win by a point. Uh, <laughs> Luke Jackson getting injured out for four weeks. Uh, I don't see Frio. We touched on this in our miss. At the, t- at the start of the stream, BT, but I can't see Freo doing anything of note. Oh, no, not even close. I wouldn't even consider them at all. No. Uh, Tafi saying, where's Steve? Uh, Steve hasn't been on the live streams to start the year. Work commitments. Work commitments mm-hmm. is a problem for Steve at the moment, and we're hoping to get him on, I think, at some point a bit later in the year, but um, at the moment it's a bit tough, BT. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, he changed jobs, so a bit of a later finish time. And he's, uh, yeah, that's really all it is at the moment. So hopefully he can join us later on. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to get him back because he's our man of the bold predictions, by the way. He is the man that runs a tight ship there, so we've been missing <laughs> him. Um, give, us your, give us your comments in the chat. Give us your questions in the chat because uh, uh, we need a few to keep this segment running. Uh, but I've got one for you, uh, BT. Who's going to finish ninth? Who is going Nine. to finish ninth this year? Uh, I'm going Geelong. Geelong's finishing ninth. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't see them sneaking uh, in the finals? No, I, I'm still not convinced. I think those two key defenders out for the city obviously played a huge part. And I think they'll get the win against Essen purely because Essen had five, only five days. So, wow. Yeah. No, I, I, I think Geelong's there. I mean, I'd, I'd see a team like Sydney missing before... Geelong um, but for me I, I, I like Port Adelaide to finish ninth. I, I had them, I'd love that I had them there at the start of the year and I, I can't see it changing uh, Dale Goodman reckon, reckons that Carlton is going to finish ninth, and that's <laughs> not a bad shout they finished there last year um, yeah. but they'll be close a couple more questions here we've got uh, Tarfi what about the AFLX game that they had. I mean, this was just a ridiculous concept, BT. Uh, unbelievable. I don't know what they were thinking. Now. <laughs> Who the hell came up with this shit? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, it's like AFL Nights. Um, yeah, is. Do you reckon that they'll have like a... We haven't really spoken about this, but the AFL uh, PlayStation Xbox game. Hmm. Do you reckon they'll have like an AFLX mode on that? Or something like that? Surely not. Like, surely not. <laughs> I, but knowing them, probably. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've talked a lot about esports on this channel before and trying to get something going. I think there is a bit of scope for a bit of uh, a bit of AFL gaming videos, potentially, maybe, BT. We haven't, oh, yeah. we haven't spoken about this, but I, I reckon there's a... If we can figure out the timing and everything, ah, that'll, be, that'll be so good. That'll yeah. be good fun. Yeah, no, that's right. Um... Dale Goodman, should the AFL bring back State of Origin? I love State of Origin. Mm. It's a big yes from me. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. I, I don't know how you do it. I think you've got to incentivize the clubs a bit. You know, you need yeah. you, you need to. It's got to be salary cap or, or something. But they've got to find mm-hmm. a way to do it. Um, Captain LF is in the chat. He said, "What a robbery at the MCG tonight." Um, <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Like, I think. Uh, Richmond definitely were the better team in the first half, but uh, Melbourne's pressure, they, they lifted their contested footy in the second half. They, they deserved the win, I think. Um, 
But yeah, Richmond's first half that was was pretty impressive, Captain LF. Um, we've got 10 seconds left, so I'll open it up to one more question if we can sneak one in, BT. But um, aside from that, we're, we're just about done and dusted, aren't we? Nice little short, sharp mm-hmm. live stream on the Monday night straight after a game of footy. A little bit later than we usually would, but um, I think we've gone all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. We don't need Tazza, do we? <laughs> you, say, you say we don't need Tazza. I'll tell you what. You'll bloody need Tazza next week. So I, <laughs> I am I'm done and dusted. By the way, I th- this is my last live stream that I'll be on live for ever, ever. Are you you kicking gone. me off? He got the sack. He got the sack. <laughs> I'm on the long term injury list. I'm I'm taking a bit of a sabbatical, taking a holiday for uh, really it's a it's a three month period. So I'm gonna be away for quite a yeah. while. So so BT Taz are gonna hold down the fort. Uh, Try to. Try to with maybe a couple yeah. extras as well. So um, that's it. I'll, I'll be floating around. I'll, I'll be trying to put out some content while I'm away and, and keeping tabs on the boys and seeing how the season's going. But uh, yeah, no, nah, still plenty of things to come uh, from the Stat Chat crew for the rest of the year, BT. Don't worry about that. Yeah, definitely. For sure. One last. We'll miss you. Oh, yes, oh, I'll miss you, boys. Don't worry about that. I'll be, look, I'll be <laughs> looking forward to jumping back on the stream. We had one last question from Dale Goodman before we finish up. Uh, actually uh, two comments because the last one's pretty good uh, Dale Goodman says should Carlton trade Patrick Cripps uh, that's a hard no wow yeah answer. that's a no and the last one Tafi says uh, is Josh going to Saints TV uh, I, <laughs> I'm not going to Saints TV uh, very very happy uh, here on uh, Statchat Sports don't you worry about that um, but either way, BT, looking forward to seeing what you put out over the next uh, few months with Tazza and the boys. And um, there we go. Yep, no, it should be good. Uh, aside from that, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like this video, um, and make sure you just yeah you know, stay up to date with everything we're putting out because there's going to be plenty of AFL content all throughout the season here on Snapchat Sports, uh, and we're loving the support. I think we're approaching 700 subs. Uh, we're on the road to a thousand, BT. On the road to a yes. thousand. That's the goal. That's where we want to hit by the end of the year. Uh, we've got a ways to go, and we need your help to get us there. So um, all support counts. Aside from that, done and dusted. Nice work, BT. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. And um, oh, geez, my mouse is all over the place. And uh, yeah, we'll catch us all later. Cheers. <laughs>